Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast, where thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and executives from around the world share their practical tips, strategies, and stories to help you unleash your potential and achieve your goals. Your journey of growth to become your best starts now. Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast episode. Before we jump in, Natalina Nasruddin here. I wanted to let you know that, hey, when you're not listening to the podcast, when you're not watching the YouTube video, check us out on LinkedIn. We are constantly posting, adding value on LinkedIn, my team and I. We have a Rise Up For You page and has videos, articles, content. It's actually our favorite platform. So if you wanna connect with us on a day-to-day basis and you wanna get additional content and resources, head over to LinkedIn, follow me, connect with me, connect with our team, connect with Rise Up For You, and we're happy to share any content and even send us a message because we'll reply. We don't, we're not a bunch of bots. <laughs> so I'll see you there. And for now, let's jump into today's episode. All right. Hello, my friends. Um, look, I know you've heard this phrase before on Follow Your Joy, which is find the gift in the challenge and you'll understand why you experienced your situation. While going through the challenge, it doesn't feel like a gift. (laughs) That is for sure. Um, However, if you can take a moment in the throes of that challenge and be conscious of the bigger picture and possibly the spiritual reason for going through what you're going through, you can soften the edges right, of what you're experiencing to reveal the possible gift, okay? And sometimes it does take a few days, if not weeks, to discover that blessing, right, in that challenge after the emotional effect, right, has worn off. But there's always a gift, right? And it can show up as a new chapter in your life that you were meant to do, but maybe didn't see it before or was open not open to seeing it or maybe you just were not listening to your intuition my guest today has a remarkable story how this very gift in her challenge showed up that changed the trajectory of her life where she can proudly say today (laughs) she's mentored and coached over 50,000 lives globally on self-empowerment which you'll hear a lot about confidence in a a few moments, career strategy and soft skills, which I believe is emotional intelligence. And because of that one big challenge, this is what became her gift, right? So I have Nada, excuse me, let me me repeat that, Nada, Lena, We we talked about this. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing that right. Thank you. Um, so Nada Lena uh, is the founder and CEO of Rise Up For You. I love that title. She's a number one best-selling author of Rise Up For You, Closing the Gap Between You and Your Potential. A fabulous book, by the way. I've read it. A leadership and career confidence coach and a two-time TEDx motivational speaker with over 10 years experience as a college professor and a former top executive for an education corporation. 
Neda understands the importance of fusing education, empowerment, and leadership together as she works with her clients and speaks to audiences nationwide. And as part of her rich history and story, which you'll hear, she toured the world as a singer. She was a performer for quite a while, and she learned a lot of life lessons in that, in that uh, time of her life. And she has a master's degree in executive leadership. So yeah, high achieving might be a little bit of an understatement, right? <laughs> so welcome, welcome, Nada. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's really an honor to be here. I'm excited to share with you and, and with your community. Yeah, absolutely. It's really, really happy to have you. In fact, how I met um, Nada was I went to an e-women, uh, I was at an e-women uh, meeting, luncheon. It was just a month ago. And she was our speaker, right? She was our speaker. And I loved her story that you're going to hear today. And I went, we need to put you on my podcast. So that's where we met is through other women, you know, obviously women empowerment. So I'm glad that you're here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. So, all right, let's first um, start off with share the highlights of your journey that brought you to today's you know, for, for actually brought you to the leader that you are in the empowerment space. So what is that story? A highlight. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. What's that story? <laughs> okay. I'll give you, I'll give you a little reels of my life. Yeah. So um, as you mentioned, I started as a performer. Uh, I had an amazing childhood to start with two um, incredible parents and um, my first career, you know, after childhood was as a performer. I toured the world internationally as a singer and a dancer, you know, Broadway musical theater. Yeah. And I think I think that's where, you know, some of those soft skills that you talked about in the bio and the confidence came from, you know, when you're traveling the world in Russia and Japan and countries that don't speak English, you learn really quickly how to communicate in other ways, yeah. you know, cultural differences, you know, lots of different things change. Um, and you know, it's interesting because as a performer, I always recognize that the biggest challenges that we had when we were on tour, right? Mm -hmm. You know, a group of 40 was never that we didn't sing or dance good, right? Like we all were all really great at what we did, right. but it was always like communication challenges, confidence challenges, things that had to do with us as people. So after performing, I came back to California and I became an executive for an education corporation. I had about 200 team members under me when I was 27 turning 28. So quite young to, to have that many team members under me. <laughs> I saw the same challenge happening, you know, professionals with PhDs, master's degrees, the things that were getting in the way of the organization's growth and potential and individual's growth and potential were all related to the human aspects. So the inability to communicate effectively, self-confident, self-sabotage, not having clarity in what they wanted in their life personally and professionally, um, ineffective leadership, lack of empathy, again, all the human elements. They were genius when it came to their expertise. But when it came to all the, you know, human skills and the ability to build a life that they were proud of that felt good, not so much. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really fully understand that. I came from a family where my parents really emphasized like pushing your potential, loving yourself, having confidence. It was always that was like the number one skill that was ingrained in my brothers and I, even if we failed, even if we didn't do good, like just do it and go for it anyways, because it's not about the outcome. It's about the process. Right. And that's what we've always been taught. 
So our whole life, we've been taught to have self-confidence because my parents understood that as you get older, people were going to try to chip away at it, right? It was, it was like the number one thing that was going to help you survive. Mm -hmm. So we had that. And then one day, it was like the first day ever that I decided, I was like, okay, uh, I had an incredible person enter my life and romantically and was asked to move out of the country to build a life with this individual. Mm. So I'm this executive, you know, I'm about four years into this role and I'm like, okay, I make the career, the career doesn't make me. So I'm gonna resign from my executive position. I'm gonna get rid of the house that I have on the lake. Mm. I'm gonna sell my brand new luxury car. I'm gonna get rid of all my stuff and all my clothes and I'm gonna take two luggage and I'm gonna, you know, make a shift and move out of the country for love because I believe in love and I believe that wherever I am, I can create my own happiness. Right. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, four weeks after moving out of the country, it all came crashing down. And my ex at mm -hmm. the time decided that they no longer wanted to be married, which was really shocking. So after four weeks, I get back on a plane. All I have is a hundred dollars to my name, no job, no car, no, nothing. Right. And I remember sitting on that plane crying and thinking, how does an educated woman mm. in four weeks go from at the time, what I thought was the top mm. to a hundred dollars and a broken heart and on a plane crying and embarrassed. My mm. mother didn't even know I was coming back. They like, my family didn't know. Mm. And I remember being on the plane and I was crying so much. I, mean, I was embarrassed and uh, obviously embarrassed and also like really shook up. I I didn't understand. I couldn't comprehend what had just happened. I thought it was a joke yeah. to, to tell you the truth. Yeah. My father came to me on the airplane in my dream. Uh, and my father had died two years prior to this. Right. So he came to me in my dream and he said, Netta, everything you need is already inside of you. You just have to rise up for you. So I got back to California and I said, okay, dad, okay, universe, okay, Netta, I'm going to build a company called Rise Up For You. Because I don't have a job. I replaced myself as an executive. Uh, I don't have a car. I don't, I, I'm starting from scratch. So, okay, why don't I bet on me? So I was like, I'm just, I'm, I don't know what it's going to be. I'm just going to start building Rise Up For You. I have no idea how to build a company. Don't have a degree in business, never done it before, like, Let's try it. So I started building Rise Up For You. And three months later into building the company, my second parent, my mother, was diagnosed with stage four cancer out of nowhere. We've never had cancer before in our life. Don't know where it came from. So the first year of building Rise Up For You, I built it out of a hospital. I took showers at the 24-Hour Fitness. I would go back across the street to the hospital in California, and I would sit next to the bed. I would open up my laptop. How do you build a business? What's a podcast? What do people need in the world? Who's Tony Robbins? Like, you know, if you know anything about this industry, obviously you would know him. I'm like, I don't know, know who this person is, right. you know? And I just, I started building simultaneous to, you know, watching my mom struggle and suffer. So by the time I was 31 years old, my second period had passed. She passed eight months after that. It was a very fast process. So I was 31 turning 32. Both of my parents who were the most important people in my life had passed away. I had a broken heart, lost mm. everything, and I'm 31 years old, and Incredible. where do I go from here? Mm -hmm. So I just kept building Rise Up For You, mm. um, and because of the confidence that my parents taught me, 
Mm-hmm. Because of the upbringing that I grew up in with my parents and my two brothers, I was able to realize that all of those things, the job, you know, even the relationship, they didn't define who I was, that the situation that I had just been a part of, it didn't define my identity or my self-worth. So I continued to build Rise Up For You and pour my heart into it. Um, and six years later, we're in over 50 countries. We have clients all over the world. You know, as you mentioned in the bio, I'm a best-selling author, two-time TEDx speaker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, two months ago, my face was on a billboard in New York Times Square, all because of the perseverance and the hard work that I really attribute to my parents. Yeah. Amen on that. <clears throat> so what would you summarize as the gift in that challenge when you were living in that different country and everything fell apart? I think the gift, honestly, is recognizing that there's no day but today. Mm. the gift in realizing that don't wait to do what you want and what you love in your life and losing both of my parents really taught me that as well because my parents were young when they died they were both 62 years old that's young that's young very young they had a lot of life to live Mm -hmm. Um, and unfortunately they passed from sickness my dad had six heart attacks he wasn't a heavy man but he just had a lot of stress because you know you come to America from a third world country and you get sucked into that, you know, hustle culture, right? Got to build a life, got to make money, got to build success and go, 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 go. And then Mm -hmm. I'll retire at 65. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, neither of my parents made it to retirement. Mm. So for me, the blessing in all of this was don't wait, just, just do it, just do it and just take action. And even if you fail, it's okay. And so for me, I really live every single day as if it's my last, because when I put my head on a pillow at night, I want to know that if I don't wake up, if it's not meant to be for me to wake up, that I feel proud of the life that I've created. And I want to feel that way every day, yeah. not 10 years from now, because who knows where, what's going to be in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something that, and that's why I always talk about emotional intelligence and confidence, because those are the things that help you live in the present right. moment. Right. They help you make decisions that feel good for you because mm-hmm. right now you are the most constant thing you have in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, even in the book, um, as, as I was talking earlier, and again, I do recommend everybody to, you know, grab a copy of her book Thank you. Is, is that, yes, is that, you, I mean, you go through a lot of, of storytelling around that relationship with your parents. I mean, they really did a, a you know, stellar job in instilling in you, right, the confidence that you now stand for and that you speak about. Um, and that you do matter and the things that you do in your life and that you have gifts, you know, to give to others. Um, that's, you know, I, I'm going to say that's not common. I mean, yes, there are some amazing, amazing parents out there, but that's really, I feel it's more of an, an exception than the rule. And I find that part of your story, you know, really um, it's, I don't know what the word is, but it's, it's relatable as well as very inspiring because yeah, I mean, it made who you are today and you spoke very highly, obviously of them and the lessons that you learned from them and you going through that with your mother and sitting in the hospital room and the things that you had to do to keep this woman alive. Yeah. You know, interesting because 
it's interesting that you talk about that not many people like have that confidence factor, right? Because I didn't know that. that. And that's the thing is, you know, growing up, I thought everybody was raised like that, you know? And then mm -mm. I would, you know, as I said, I was a performer and I would see that people that were really gifted didn't have the confidence to like go and audition or go like take the stage. And I remember then being like, I don't, like what's happening? How come they're yeah. not like, like <laughs> yeah. doing it? You know, right. and then getting into the professional space and thinking the same thing. And I'm like, I don't, what's happening? I don't get it. Why aren't you just like going right. and like believing in you and like taking action? Mm -hmm. so it, it wasn't really until I went through the divorce that I had that first experience where I thought, oh, so this is what happens is that you go through experiences in life that make you feel a certain way. And if you're not careful, mm -hmm. then you accept that experience as if it's your own. And then now you carry that the rest of your life as if you're not enough. Yeah. You see? Yeah. I was fortunate enough that I didn't have ex an experience like that until I was like 20, you know, till I was older, right? 30 years old is when yeah. I had that experience. So by that time in my head, I already can decipher like, no, like, I believe in me, like this isn't, I'm not a bad person, right? But if you're five years old and you learn that, you don't know the difference. Mm -mm. And then when you're 10 years old and your teacher reinforces it, you think it's the truth. That's and right. then when you're 16 years old and you have your first relationship and that falls apart, it's definitely the truth. And you see, and then by the time you're 30 and 40, mm -hmm. you've have this whole belief system about how you're not enough. And yeah. so when you want to go do something or take an action, that thought of like, ah, I don't think you have it in you. You're right. not good enough. Who says you deserve that? That comes up whether right. you realize it or not, because oftentimes it's subconscious. Right. And so that's when, you know, I realize that this is what I would consider to be the greatest tragedy of wasted human potential. This is the human pandemic. It's a global pandemic because every, no matter what country I go to, and I've been around the world as a speaker, it has been consistent across the board that 83% of professionals say their number one challenge is self-confidence and believing in themselves. Yeah. And that is a shame. Thank you. That's why you're there. <laughs> that's, that's part of your zone of genius. That's why you're out doing what you're meant to do. Right. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, that's a wonderful gift that your parents gave you because that is correct. We get imprinted, right. As children, right. That's a whole, definitely a, a longer topic at that, but we get imprinted and sometimes it's no fault of, of our own or their own because it's generational. Yep. And thank goodness there's someone that can come along, be it a coach, be it a mentor, be it somebody in your life that can really help you change that trajectory. So yeah, it's a, it's an exception rather than the rule. And in, in, that's a wonderful blessing that you had. Thank you. And I like how, how you just said what you said about, you know, realizing that it's, you know, passed down from generation to generation programming, because that's one of the ways of overcoming some of these beliefs right. is having empathy mm. for the parents and the teachers and the right. past relationships that made yep. you not feel good enough, having empathy and realizing that they also learned from somebody right. it down to them. And mm. they also had like negative beliefs about themselves yep. and they didn't know better. Like they didn't know how to break it. So when you don't break it, hurt people hurt, right? What do you do with it? Is it becomes a belief in the programming and then you yeah. pass down the police That's and right. the belief in the programming. Yeah. So 
Exactly. Yeah. And that's the core of um, the work, part of the work that I do, the expertise around your relationship with money, um, which is core, core to everything that I coach and with my creative entrepreneurs is that as well as, you know, money, in other words, money is part of your, let me back up, your relationship with money, right? Your habits, your behaviors, mindset are impacted upon you as children, just like confidence. You either yeah. have it or you don't yep. you have good, you know, you have parents that are instilling that confidence in you, but it's, the point is it's no fault of anybody's it's generational until somebody says, which I say the buck stops here. We're creating a new money legacy. Yeah. In this case with you, where the buck stops here, if you will, with whoever that happens to be, we're creating a new confidence legacy for you. Absolutely. The same thing. I mean, it's really powerful, really great stuff. Good. Very powerful. Yeah. So tell us then, since the, you know, follow your joy has everything to do, you know, that's the, the name of the podcast. It's a life and a business strategy, which is why I call it that, because when we listen to uh, our intuition, we listen to the joy, what brings us joy in what we do, right? That's a clue. You know, success leaves clues. Keep following that joy, especially in the work that you do. So talk to us, what brings you the most joy in the work that you do? That's a great question. I think for me, what brings the most joy is it's simultaneous. It's I'm always changing because you can't be in this industry of, you know, training, coaching, speaking, and not change, like, and not have transformation within yourself. Like there's just no way. (laughs) So I think that's one half. And the other half is then seeing the transformation and the shift in the individuals that I, that my team and I speak to, because Mm -hmm. we believe, we believe in elevating the human condition. Nice. That's what brings joy is elevating the human condition. And I believe as a human and as a business owner, that every single one of us is put on this planet to help elevate the human condition. What brings me joy is the fact that we have found something, which is like the learning of the confidence, the learning of the emotional intelligence, the learning of these skills that can elevate the human condition. And what I think to be the most important way, right? This is where, this is where everything starts. Leadership, building a business, having a family, creating community, it all starts with you with these human aspects. And so that's what brings me the greatest joy is to be able to see the transformation in myself from the work that we do. And then also to be able to see the transformation in individuals and their transformation in their families and work and so on and so forth, right? It's a, it's a continuous effect. Mm -hmm. um, It's not about me, but it's great to see how it's growing. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I love that. And it's so you, it was again, elevating the human condition. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's a great phrase. I like that. We're all put here to elevate the human condition. And some mm-hmm. of us, mm-hmm. actually, I would say a lot of us don't realize mm-hmm. that we have that power. hundred percent. We don't realize that we have the power to really create a strong mm-hmm. shift. Um, even if it's your neighbor, even, I mean, think about it. It just takes mm-hmm. not, not to go into a dark place, but it just takes one person to do something mm-hmm. that can be a tragedy yeah. for multiple people. We know this, right. You know, because of what right. we see in the news. 
Now imagine if you came across that one person as a teacher mm -hmm. or you were that one person's parent or you met that person in a grocery store and you said something that just created a little bit of shift, mm -hmm. right? That's yeah. the power that every single one of us has. Yeah, absolutely. And amen to coaching and mentoring to help with that. Yes. <laughs> you know, from one, from one coach to the other. Yes. So, all right. So the power of, you know, intuition is, as I've been kind of weaving in and out today, share with us a story about your life or business where you followed your intuition. And I get with you, you basically were born this way. Um, <laughs> it's natural yeah. to you to do that. Yeah. But share with us when you followed your intuition and you created a joyful, fulfilling result. Yeah, I'd love to. And I'll, and I'll even share one where I didn't. So I talked earlier okay. about, about the divorce as well, right? Great. Uh, I knew, oh, I knew in my intuition, I can feel like this isn't, this isn't going to be a good fit for me. When, it, at what point in that relationship did you feel that? During the engagement process. Okay. So before the the actual marriage. Okay. And you were in your early twenties, right? I was, I was 30. Mm -hmm. Oh, you were 30 when, when you were going through that. Yep. Yeah. That's so young, that's yeah. still very young, but, but okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I knew in my stomach, I was like this, I don't think this is going to be right. It doesn't feel mm -hmm. right. But, uh, because I believe in potential, I always have before I open the business. Right. Mm -hmm. And some things culturally like, no, it's okay. We're of the same culture. Like we can mm -hmm. make this work. Like I convinced myself, the head convinced myself that we can make it work. Right. Okay. So that's an example where I didn't use my intuition, even though it was like punching me in the stomach, like, hello, person. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the good choice. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. when it happened, yeah. then I made a, I really made a promise to myself. I will never do that again because what hurt the most wasn't that it didn't work out. What hurt the most is that I betrayed myself. Right. Right. I was like, you betrayed yourself because you knew in your stomach. Mm -hmm. That is what I take ownership over that. That's what hurt the most. Right. And then a positive in using my intuition is that since then I'm like, Nope, if I feel it, like I, I go with it. Right. And I remember, um, so when I first started, you know, building rise up for you and after my mother passed, like I, it, you know, you don't get money in, just like that after, you know, one month of building the business, right. It takes time. You know, you, you grow the business, the structure. Yeah. And so I remember, uh, the old college that I used to work at, they came back and they were like the other person we hired, uh, you know, not working so much. We'd like to have you come back. And I was building rise up for you. And I was like, okay, like that'd be great to do, you know, in the evening while I'm building in the daytime. So I started doing that. And then one day I had a dream. One day I had a dream that said, uh, like, no, you, you need to like do only rise up for you. If you want to make this happen, yeah, you cannot receive a paycheck or anything comfortable from anything. You just, so I woke up, mm. I only had one and a half months of savings because I was still recovering from the divorce, right? It was all yeah. the time. And I said, you know what? No, I, I feel it in my stomach. I, I think I have to just let it go. Not if I don't get a paycheck and I just have to trust, I just have to do it. Right. So I called the CEO and I called the director of the college 
And I said, I'll finish out this next month because I want to honor my commitment. I have students. Don't put me on the books after this month. I'm only going to do Rise Up for you. Yeah. Then I hung up the phone and I was like, oh my God, what did I just do? <laughs> like yeah. I only have I only have like a month and a half left of savings. And mm-hmm. uh well, that means I only have like two paychecks left that are gonna come in. Like, how am I gonna survive? And I was like, no, Netta. And then you know, I'm coaching myself, no. Mm-hmm. The same energy you put into stressing is the same energy you can put into manifesting and taking action, right? right. <laughs> Amen. Yes. So, yeah. So I was like, no, don't stress. <laughs> like, just take action. Like, just do your thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, every day I woke up, I'm like, okay, two days later, two, not months, two days later, I get an email from one of the largest companies in the world. I'll let you imagine what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when you think of the largest company in the world, the first or second one that comes to mind that that's who they are. Yeah. <laughs> I get an email from them. I'm like this. Why do I have an email from them? This is spam. What is this? Mm. I open it up. It was a really, it was a real email. Mm. We have the largest conference of the year, 40,000 people from around the world. We're doing, uh, a lounge on coaching, on confidence, on leadership. And we were referred to you. Mm. What? What are you talking about? I get on the phone. It's true. Somebody that I performed with 10 years prior that now happened to work there referred me and said, mm. oh, you should check out this girl uh, on social media, Rise Up For You. She talks about pod, you know, well, confidence is a podcast. You'd be great. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Get on the call. I do a bunch of interviews. Mm-hmm. And three weeks later, we land one of the largest companies in the world with a yep. five-year contract. Amen. And I tell you not, I I screamed and I shouted and I said, universe, intuition, God, like you just, thank That's you. It. Like, you do it and, it and it comes back to you. And I will tell you that ever since then, Fabulous. I have not worried about money. I have not worried about what's going to happen in my life. I'm just like, mm. it, like, just trust it's going to happen. Focus yes. on energy. And I know you talk about this a lot, you know, ha- again, it takes the same amount of energy to play small and to stress as it does to play big and take action. Yeah. And when you can refocus and direct, it'll, it'll happen. That's it'll right. Happen. Yeah. No, fabulous, fabulous story. Cause it, it, um, demonstrates the really importance of intuition because intuition is never logical. It's never, that's your brain. That's how our brain works, right? Is logic, practicality, safe, you know, past. Yep. Whereas with intuition, it's always for your best interest. It's always for your evolution. It's always gonna, it's always gonna be good for you. It may not feel like it, but when we, if we, tr- I should say, when we try to make logic out of our intuition, it's not, that's not going to work. Yeah. We have to be able to do, which is what you did, is leap and the net will appear. Yeah. In other words, you got to trust. And that you've said that several times, which I'm like, yes, you got to trust your intuition. Yes. And <clears throat> every time you trust your intuition, something good will come of it. As long as you're willing to get your brain and your mind and your logic and your practicality out of the way. 100%. Right? So beautiful example. Thank you. you. Congratulations on that. Totally believe. I totally believe it. And like I said, from there, it's been 
it's been amazing. And I know, you, you know, you, you probably see this a lot with your clients too, where the second the client says, okay, I'm going to do it. Mm. If they come back next week. They're like, guess what happened? Oh, every time you <laughs> open it up to the universe, right? Like you yeah. were like, okay, you made the conscious shift <laughs> and the universe responds yeah. to you and your shift. And that's what happens. That's exactly what happens because, you know, when you get into the metaphysical part of this, which is also what I, you know, believe, live and coach, is that yes, you've raised your vibration. I mean, it's everything's vibrational effect, our thoughts, our feelings, et cetera. We live in an energetic universe. And so when you made that decision that said, oh my God, this is scary as I'll get out. I'm quitting this job. I'm going to put a hundred percent into what I should be doing, right? Which is the intuition going, come on, take the leap is that you're literally telling, if you will, the universe that, okay, I'm doing what I say that I want because when we hold on to, in your case, if you were to hold on to that paycheck, that's just fear talking to you. Yes. It's fear talking to you and it's you not believing in your intuition. Yep. Absolutely. And it's the logic that's keeping us there. Yep. And logic has no place when it comes to evolution. hundred percent. I love it. Oh, that's good stuff. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Good, good, good. So, okay. Lastly, then, since obviously confidence is your, your beautiful platform, what would be a key advice? I know you have a lot, but what would be a key advice for our listeners, our creatives listening? When it comes to confidence? Yeah. I would say something that I think is very undervalued, that's very important when it comes to confidence is first understanding what you want. Okay. I think I think it's important for people to know what they want in their life, why they want it, uh, and how they're going to get there. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say this is because a lot of times we we crush our confidence, okay, as individuals, and we lose respect for ourselves because we do things and we say yes to things that actually aren't really in alignment with us. But because we don't know what we want right? We, we just, we chase, we chase, we take, we accept. And then before you know it, we don't feel good about our decisions and we end up like nice. feeling bad about ourselves. Mm -hmm. So of course there's strategies to build confidence, but I would say that we also need to have the courage mm -hmm. to really understand what is it that we want in our life personally and professionally, mm -hmm. why we want it. Okay. Mm -hmm. How we're going to get there. And what we have to say no to in order to make that happen, meaning what are the non-negotiables that we have around that so that we can be in integrity with what we want. Yeah. All too many times I see, again, people, they disrespect themselves and they crush their confidence because they say yes and they do things that don't feel good to them. A prime example is work. So, I mean, we know this from Gallup and all the statistics, almost 80% of the North American population. And actually it's not just North America. They had the same statistic when I was in the Middle East and Dubai in the MENA region, same number. People around the world are stuck, unhappy and unfulfilled in their work, not necessarily because they want to be an entrepreneur, but because their work and their company and who they are it doesn't feel good. It's not in alignment. It's not connected. Right. And so every single day there's a disrespect or a slow crushing of the confidence because you're doing something that doesn't feel right or organic to you. And that's important. 
Amen. Love, love, love that. All right. So where can people get in touch with you, Annetta? Yes. Thank you so much. So you can check me out at riseupforyou.com. That's the company and we're everywhere on social media, rise up for you. And then of course you can connect with me on my personal page at Netta Lena Nasserdine. And I know you'll spell it out on yeah, the, the, in the share notes, notes. Yeah. Long, long middle Eastern name that you can. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, I would love to connect, shoot me a message. Like we're very accessible. So wonderful. All right. Is there anything that you would like for them to have? Is there anything um, that you, Thank you. yeah, that yeah you I'd, love, offer? I'd mm-hmm. love to. So if you go to riseupforyou.com instantly, the second you get on the website, there's going to be an option for you to access our free master success course. Ah. And it's comprised of six videos on confidence, perfectionist mindset, breaking self-doubt, building the life that you want. So I just talked about the success, what, why, how, okay. and also emotional intelligence. So all of those videos come in that package course, nice. plus a 60 page downloadable workbook, completely free. Wow. That's really amazing. Yeah, we really believe in this mission of, again, elevating the human condition. So we're like, here you go. Take the tools. (laughs) Use it. Oh, that's terrific. So again, riseupforyou.com and they'll see that opt-in right Right there. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll definitely, you know, have all that in the show notes. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I know we could definitely talk for much longer. There's lots of dynamic content here. Uh, but thank you. Thank you for being here, Netta. And, uh, you know, sharing what was my favorite is all about that story. And there's so much, you know, there's so much blessing and and gift in that, right? In what, what you learned. So everybody, you heard it here. Trust, leap in the net will appear. Listen to your intuition. Yes. Right. And look for the gift in the challenge because it's always there. All right, everybody. I will talk with you next time. And uh, remember to always follow your joy. Take care. (laughs) Bye-bye. Imagine a life where you can have it all. A booming career, fantastic love life, great health and success, and overall achievement and happiness. Imagine pushing your potential to your absolute best and every day living a life that you are proud of. Well, if this sounds like something that you're yearning for, then the Rise of You Growth Membership is perfect for you. My team and I believe in supporting you and helping you get to the next level because we know that you can do and have what it takes to be your best. When you join our membership, you get access to live trainings every single month with myself and our team you get free coaching, you get a number of on-demand resources to help level up your success that you can use in the comfort of your own home, and you get access to our global membership around the world full of like-minded professionals that are looking to be their best. Your time is now to push your potential and live the life that you want to live. So if you're ready to take the next step in your life and in your career, join the Rise of Food Growth membership. Click below and we'll see you there.